All right, that was a little 8-bit Master of Puppets by Chris. My favorite band, Def Leppard. That is incorrect, Chris. Uh, Great White. Fucking Talica, bro. <laughs> Talica! <laughs> uh, my favorite... You know what? Who are uh, For a year... Uh, don't ever interrupt me while I'm talking about Metallica. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm Christopher Long, and this is Best Friend of Me's with... Johnny Kringle. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> All right, it's Johnny Castana. Uh, you know what? I, I had an epiphany this week. Um, if you would have asked... Well, if you asked my wife what my favorite band is, guaranteed she's going to say The Cult. That is pretty big on your... Uh... No, very big. But I would have... This week, I decided, I think Metallica is my favorite band. Fucking great band. One, and then two is The Cult. I mean, they only put out uh, four albums, as far as I'm concerned. Who? Metallica. After yeah. That, after that doesn't count. Yeah. I'm. You know what, dude? <laughs> what, St. Anger? You, like, know, you know what's funny about Metallica? Is every time they put out an album, they make me go, well, the album before that wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, consistently. Yeah, I... Man, I don't know. I, I mean... It, you know, the, the, their last two albums, though. I, I, I like their last two albums. I don't know. Well, yeah, I like Hardwire. Fuck yeah. Yeah, no, that was like... But that was a throwback. Yeah. That was like throwback to old Metallica. But, yeah, I guess they can still rope me in. Yeah. They, <laughs> dude, and live, they're fucking... They're so... Because all they do is they've never stopped touring. They're well, so good. I saw them... Man. It's been a while ago now, a couple of years, and best best concert I ever went to. And it was the first time I saw Metallica in concert. It was amazing, down in San Diego. It was great. Yeah, I no, I've it. seen them a bunch of times, and I would go to see them again on a school night when I had to get up early for Dawn Patrol. I would still go see Metallica. I would too, and get and, like three hours of and sleep and just be tired and be like, it's okay. It's okay. I saw Metallica. <laughs> it's kind of like Metallica or sex. Are they only go to like willingly yeah. not get a lot of sleep? Yeah, totally. But unlike Metallica, my sex is doesn't last for hours, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no encore. Well, before I forget, Chris. Yes. I got a lot of text messages, a lot of calls last week, wanting to know how you're doing with the fact that Boba Fett is alive and well. So. <clears throat> Like Donald Trump does not recognize Joe Biden as president-elect, I do not recognize Boba Fett as um, being alive. He's clearly alive. Well, uh, nope, fake news. <laughs> fake news. Dude, I'm actually um, asking people for donations because I am going to sue Lucasfilms. Boba Fett is Star Wars, Chris. You know what? <laughs> fake news, bro. I don't recognize it. And actually, I'm going to give the cold shoulder to anyone who does not, um, uh, doesn't get on my, my bandwagon. <laughs> so apparently, you and I are done, which is, I guess, ironic. This is our 50th episode. Yeah, that's why we have tuxedos on right now. <laughs> yeah, we look like the dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I chose powder blue. <laughs> and I had the orange. Uh, Dude, 50? I remember when we first started, 50 sounded so far away, and quite frankly, dude, 
I never thought we were going to get to 50. That's when we said we would dress up. We were going to recreate the two little people wrestlers. That's our logo. Yeah. We were going to recreate that. Um, We'll do that a hundred. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Because we couldn't have predicted COVID and the COVID 10 pounds that we gained. So, I mean, to recreate that, I would need to go. I'd have to cut weight. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling sexy summer swimsuit season right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I definitely, I need to be doing a little uh, purging before. uh... I did, I did go get an ab roller though. Like the, thing there where you do like the push-up and it like goes you know what i the little wheel that you hold yeah when i really fucked up my back i think it was the beginning of the end for me i was doing that thing i like it and i had a physical therapist i was like hey do you think that's the reason why my back was fucked up (laughs) and he's like no (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to blame it on something and yeah anyway um dude i want to talk about too the uh Disney had a shareholders meeting yesterday. And I mean, I know the parks are closed, this and that, but they went, holy shit, did they go all in on Star Wars? They announced nine different shows and movies coming out. I mean, I know the big news that I got yesterday was that Hayden Christensen is going to be reprising his role as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah, it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take place ten years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. But the part, okay. So I have a couple thoughts on that. First, being Hank Christensen is fucking horrible, dude. He is a horrible actor. Horrible. You know, you know what they're they're great at doing. I mean, like I had to wait forty years to see Boba Fett actually do everything I wanted him to do, and it was totally worth the wait. But like. You know, you only got to see Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader outfit, like, for what? Like, five, ten minutes? And all he did was go, no! <laughs> yeah, and it's not even his voice. They did uh, yeah. James Earl Jones, his but voice. I, but I think what's going to happen is he'll keep going in that room and taking off the helmet and shit. You know how, like, the thing goes down and, like pops off his helmet. No, I mean, I get that. I mean, they're probably gonna, but... Dude, he's gonna be fucking hanging out in the Vader castle. They're gonna make it dope, dude. Well, but then, so my other thought is, so if it's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, so at that point, Luke is 10 years old, like, freaking, he's hiding out. How are they gonna interact on any level? Because, essentially... My Luke was like 18, 19 in New Hope. And so eight years, I mean, when, when Obi-Wan was there, you know, and there was, he felt the presence of him. He's like, I feel the presence of someone I've for a long time. What? Fucking eight years ago? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's matching. Why up. can't you just enjoy it? dude? No, <laughs> no, I need the shit to make sense. Like, okay, speaking of which, the Boba Fett thing. All right, so one episode, we see him the very last second, and everyone freaks out mm-hmm. of the one episode. When, it, when they're on Tatooine. Yes. So then another episode goes, hold it, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me, look at talking about him. I am allergic. You're allergic to Boba I'm Fett. I'm allergic to Boba Fett. <laughs> so he's been on this planet, apparently, hanging out, 
But I, then he has to travel through space to go get his fucking armor. I, I'm going to get your back even farther. Dude, he, when, he, when he first interacts with uh, the Mandalorian, he says, you know, you have my, you have all of my, uh, my gear. You have my armor um, that you took from Cobb Vanth on Tatooine. It's like, well, if you fucking knew Cobb Vanth was wearing your armor, why don't you go fucking at Cobb Vanth? I know. Why didn't you get it from him? It would have been easier getting it from <laughs> him than freaking going after a Mandalorian to Spe- get it. Especially the, d- the dude's always removing the helmet to like have drinks in the local, <laughs> the local bar. At some point, he had to have left it somewhere. Something's telling me if you would have bought Cobb Vanth a couple drinks, he would have just given you back your armor. Yeah, that, I I don't know. That part fucking bugged me, but whatever, dude. (laughs) I'm in the minority. Like, I know... I, I as much as I love Boba Fett, I can't get, I can't get his back on that one, dude. Dude, the best part, so (laughs) I have to watch Mandalorian with my family now. Yeah. For some reason, my wife... It's it's a family show. It's because they saw you enjoying it. So they want to ruin it. They don't like to see me having fun. <laughs> they need fun. to take it away from you. This is the best part. I wish I would have had this recorded. Are you, are you trying to rape the I'm microphone? I'm so sorry, dude. So sorry. I was going for my coffee. Um, it's just hard getting that straw in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so when we see first see Boba Fett's uh, spaceship come in. That, that would be Slave One. Okay, whatever, nerd. My <laughs> wife was like, what is that? No way. And I'm like, that's Boba Fett's face. What does it look so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know, babe. <laughs> it's just what it is. It like, is what it is. She's like, I want an explanation. That's dumb. I'm like, okay. Are you still watching the show with me or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, I have to pause it because I'm like... Are you done talking? Yeah. Are you de- okay? Now we can carry on. Well, it wasn't, you weren't done, so now I got to pause it again. Dude, they released all the, uh, the tons of trailers yesterday. I had no idea that they were gonna do that. Oh, I they, didn't. I didn't go that. They deep. showed all the Marvel trailers. They showed Loki. They sh- it's all teasers. They showed the Loki. They showed that uh, that one. Sh- the, what's the one we're talking about? The Vision. The yeah the. The robot. Yes. Yeah, and like this. Oh, I really want to it, see that one. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. It looks awesome, dude. Yeah, I hear that everything I've read about that is people are like, it's really super trippy, dude. Well, and they even they interview from the actors, and they were like, dude, I thought this was a fucking joke. Like they're, when we first started reading the scripts, they're doing like weird, like I love Lucy stuff. Yeah, it was like I thought that this was like a joke, and I didn't know what they were trying to do. And but you can tell it's like just from what I saw. Yeah, it's like weird, but then you can tell that it's super fucking smart too. Like, well, and it also I think it will. And it's going to be super dark. I have a feeling it's going to be super fucking dark and yeah and then then they kind of jump out of those episodes like it's not just an i love lucy episode the whole time and then it like snaps out so i don't know if these are like it puts them in that place i have no idea about the show if their dreams or what the hell's going on but like yeah because it shows them in other things too i mean the plot device i mean they've used this in like the last temptation of christ and like where they put characters in the situation that they wish that they had okay 
and then they yank it out from under them. Okay. So they have to make the choice of like, oh, that life was great, but uh, I gotta go do this bummer life. And, you know, I I don't know. I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, we're nerds. <laughs> yeah, that's super nerdy. Yeah. Uh, All answer. right. So on this episode, our 50th episode. Hooray! <laughs> I can't believe I've been hanging out with you for fucking 50 episodes. Dude, I can't believe Seabass is outside our door right now doing <laughs> lines of Zowers, dude. He's really partying for us. Chris. Hey, yeah. And I heard a rumor... The Richard, Black Belt Richard, yeah. sent a text to you saying he wanted more sea bass on the show. <laughs> Richard, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you don't get an opinion, bro. Uh, all right. On this episode, we are going to do our top five favorite Metallica songs. Yep. We are going to discuss... What the fuck are we discussing? We're discussing the uh, Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. I got issues with Yellowstone, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got issues. And uh, we're going to recommend... I I know what I'm going to recommend right now. I do, too. Not even on the fly, bro. I have notes. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, Look how prepared you are, kiss ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I've really gotten to... Like, on my top fives, I don't do the years anymore. (laughs) I just... You brought me down to your level, bro. (laughs) I just don't even care. Fucking phoning it in on the 50th. All right. Well, let's get this party started. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Now, Chris, since this is uh, our Chris, essentially our Christmas episode, too, on the count of three, let's say what comes to our mind when we think of Christmas. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Metallica. Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yuletide Spirit? Metallica? Yeah, totally. That's what I play during the Christmas time. <laughs> uh, our top five, top five favorite Metallica songs. I already know right now, Laker Chicken. I'm going to get a text from him. Disappointed because we're not going to... We're not going to fight over this because even like Metallica's worst song, <laughs> still pretty good. <laughs> like, it's still pretty good. Even Inner Sandman, you know, it's just toe tapper. Oh, dude, can, we've had this discussion. I, I know we're on the same page. I watch the video every time until I see the bed get hit by the, by the uh, truck. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, every time, like, if. Metallica's on like Jimmy Fallon or something like they're anything like that, like mainstream. They will play Inner Sandman. Yeah. And that is like one of my least favorite Metallica songs. I don't get why that song always gets. It's probably because it's it's their like short song. 
<laughs> Fuck, I don't. I mean, dude, I even when it came out, I never thought it was that good. I was just I like, never thought it was that I good. I was like, uh, uh. like I mean, it's not bad. Like I'm not. It's still better than most shit. But just, just a meh. Of all the songs that they could pick, I know. Inner Sandman. I know it's weird. I it's know. weird. I'm sure we'll see him play it at uh, the Super Bowl one day. Oh, oh, see, that would be a good Super Bowl. Uh, wow! <laughs> I would love Metallica <laughs> to play the Super Bowl. That would be cool. But the thing is, they always want people to fucking dance and I know. shit. And you're not going to have any dancers yeah. and fucking sharks and shit <laughs> like Katy Perry and fucking Lady Gaga jumping off yeah. from like bungee jumping down. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, I'm gonna let you start. What's your number five? Um, uh, coming in my number five, top five Metallica's. I started it out with uh, for whom the bells told. Bum, bum, <laughs> all right, extra credit. What do you got to say about that? Well, extra credit. What's that song based on? I don't know. Tell me, Chris. What's for Are you the, fucking kidding me right now? What's For Whom the Bells Toll? I just the, thought it was... The a, Ernest Hemingway novel, For Whom the Bells Toll. I'd never had an idea about that. Are you fucking kidding me? I just me? thought it was a kick-ass I, song, Chris. I always thought it was like, fuck, that is right. Because Ernest Hemingway is one of my faves. And I was like, dude, they like... They probably didn't. Did they make a movie? <laughs> yes! With Gregory Peck! Is is For Whom the Bells Toll? <laughs> yes! I can't believe you didn't watch it! But it's black and white and old, so, you know. Anyway. All right. My, look at I'm not prepared. Oh. My list isn't. Okay, no, here I am. Here I am. All right. My number five, Master of Puppets. Fuck yeah. I mean, how are you going to, actually, and it's funny, Master of Puppets is the first Metallica uh, song I ever heard. My buddy, Eric Cantwell, would listen mm-hmm. to it and when he drove me to school, and I didn't like it. I what? didn't. I was like, dude, can, can't you put on the Smiths? Can you put on Depeche Mode? Yes, can you put on Depeche Mode? He's like, dude, Metallica rocks. I'm like, all I heard was, dun, 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 which you know what? I, I heard, I heard it in uh, seventh grade. It's when I, when I, when I heard that, I thought they were rad and heavy, but it wasn't until I was like uh, 21, 20, 22 when uh. When the line chalk your breakfast on a mirror, then I was like, "Oh, finally a band that appeals to me." <laughs> you know what? I would, yeah, I'm probably in my twenties when I came around to Metallica and listened to Kill 'Em All, and was like, "This." Oh fuck yeah! Oh, speaking of which, this is just a happy coincidence. I am wearing a Kill 'Em All concert T-shirt. Yours is a little bit more tough than mine. Can you describe what my shirt is? You know what? Let me explain. <laughs> the Laker Chicken and Johnny, whenever they come to my house, they just like to do psychological warfare on me and just try to be date and get me riled up. Uh, Johnny is wearing a Baby Yoda shirt, which is bad enough, but he's holding a Lakers logo. <laughs> yes. So basically what you're telling me is Baby Yoda is a bandwagon fan. No, he's been there for... Dude. Baby, no. he's been a Laker fan for fifty years, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he liked them back when they were in freaking uh, Minnesota. <laughs> so lame. All right, what's your number four? My number four, dude. It's on our show every single episode now. In the background, uh, seek and destroy. I love seek and destroy. Fun. That was that. Hold on, really. 
So fucking, I think that's um, Dude, uh, whatever. I didn't steal one of your picks, huh? <sighs> no, that that is actually so when when I was driving to the concert, Metallica concert. And I was listing, like, okay, I want him to play this, this, <laughs> this. And Seek and Destroy was one of them. I love that song. They usually close the concerts out with that song. Do they? Yeah. How many concerts have you been? I've seen them, like, probably, like, seven times. You motherfucker. I've only <laughs> seen them once. All right. Well, yeah, the bands don't go to Utah that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Erasure does. <laughs> uh, my number four. Uh, jump in the fire. Jump in the fire. <laughs> so I got to admit, three of my five are from Kill 'em All. Um, it's my favorite. Dude, Kill, Kill 'em All is a nearly perfect album. Nothing's perfect. I put it. My favorite album. I like every song on that. I put it on. Uh, I'll give that top five uh, debut albums of all time. Oh, for sure. And bet I'll put that. In, Oh, it would be like my number one. Top five uh, best thrash album all the time, too. I fucking love that. All right. I'll bring it. What's your number three? My number three, Chris, this song, I was in a, uh, let's see, in eighth grade. I was in a charter hospital type place for uh, behavioral reasons. Dude, you were just all fucked up. <laughs> and uh, this guy, this Hesh, uh, dude, I had the, dude, I had a, uh, there was a, this, I had a, this total Hesher cool guy. He had a leather jacket. His name was Eric Gigino. And whoa, whoa, whoa. What was his name? Eric Gigino. Was he like your Obi-Wan Kenobi? Dude, yeah, pretty much. He had long hair, leather jacket. He fucking knew Guns N' Roses. And uh, he was my roommate. And this other, uh, there was a little, there was a super buff little crip that was the roommate. That was one of my roommates, too, but he was terrified of the dark, so we'd have to leave the light on for him, and he was a grip. <laughs> I mean, whatever, bro. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Eric Gigino put on the tape, and he said, this is us. This is where we're at. And it was the first time I ever heard Sanitarium. Oh, that's funny. And uh, God, you were really fucked up as a kid. <laughs> I'm surprised you're like... Dude, you know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for Donnie Darko because I'm like, dude, I will fucking... I will pack you up and send you away because they did it to me. So I won't even feel bad. It's a cycle of abuse, son. And that's when he stops laughing and he's like, okay, okay, I'll be good. I'll be good. (laughs) I'll I'll be good. (laughs) All right. My number three, Seek and Destroy. I put it up uh, uh, two higher than yours. Okay. So you're really organized with your list to realize that... Well, hey, Chris, great pick. Anyways. <laughs> you know what? This is going to be the last episode of Best Friend. I mean, we're going out at number 50. Going out at 5-0. Okay. Uh, my number two. Dude, fade to black. Fade. I mean. Dude, what, now, as far as ballads go, that's one the dudes and the chicks can enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Like pour some sugar on me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. When the children cry. <laughs> uh, I love Fade to Black. I mean, I'm not have no issue with any of your picks. I'm so mad that we can't argue right now. <laughs> All right, my number four. No, you're number, number two. two. Sorry, I was reading the first line. <laughs> four Horsemen. <laughs> four Horsemen. Hey, hey, Chris. Yeah. We'll fix that and edit. Uh, we'll, you know what? <laughs> fix that and post. <laughs> Fix it in post, please. 
You know what? I love it when we say that. Yeah, we're going to fix it post. Fix that. And it's just all fucking warts and all. Yeah. Fucking me farting on audio. Okay. Well, the number yeah. one. Oh, hold on. We got to say our number one is the same. Yes. So I'm going to let you just go ahead and blow that wad. Well, this was, dude, this song was the one that I remember the cheerleaders in high school would be like, hey, if I gave you a tape, could you record that song for me? <laughs> and I'm like, she recorded the whole album. It's bitching. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Metallica's one. Yes. But to me, when I think of Metallica, if I, someone said, what's their best song? I'd be one. One is their fucking and dude, even and I do not generally think of a video as adding to the song, but even the video was fucking good. Such when a cool did, and it was the, Johnny got his gun. It was the first video Metallica ever did too. Was it? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like a big deal that Metallica even made a video because they were like. We're all about the fans. We we don't care about radio play. We don't make videos. So it was like a big deal. Yeah, I love one, dude. And it, live too. They they have oh, like oh, dude, no, that was the they best. do like explosions and the soldiers marching. It's so fucking cool. If if you uh, I mean, it has that whole stairway to heaven where you know starts out slow and then builds to yeah to ripping yeah. to ripping. It has has a little bit of everything for everybody, dude. It's Dope. So yeah, I'm glad that we did that at uh, Christmas time, that we uh, talked about Talica. Yeah, <laughs> Talica. I mean, if you guys could come up with a more Christmas thing than Metallica, please let us know because we could not think of anything more Christmassy. I mean, thank God we didn't have to talk about fucking Christmas vacation. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right, uh, that's our top five. <laughs> All right, we are going to discuss the television series Yellowstone. It's on the Paramount Network. And I wasn't even aware I had the Paramount Network. It used to be Spike TV, and then they bought it and blew up the Spike TV sign or something, I remember. I don't even know. Quite frankly, dude, I just bought it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and then... Because you, they don't have commercials. Do you have Peacock? No. I guess it's on the... I guess uh, Peacock streaming service has uh all the episodes too hmm. i uh so you have been pimping this um you've been super busy in life um binging 
TV Yellowstone. Shows. I'm no, I'm binging everything that like when I had to go to work as an essential worker, I was so angry that everyone was at home watching Having Netflix. Fun. Well, dude, when when Mike TV has to work and everyone else gets to stay home and is asking questions on Instagram and Facebook, like, hey, does, does anybody have any recommendations? I've already binge watched uh, Ozarks and. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. I oh, was the pissed. best, the best. I loved when I when you were still working, and I would hit up the whole uh, when boys, Amazon boys would oh. be on Friday, and I'd be like at ten o'clock going, oh, the boys episode is awesome, and I could just feel your anger, you just seething on the other side. Chris, I woke, <laughs> I woke, you, I woke my son up early this morning, so we could watch the Mandalorian before school. <laughs> oh yeah that's on yeah because now I'm, i got a little scared because last week i might have got a little emotional and i might have done some spoilers on my story feed before people uh saw oh, the show so, so you didn't want them to i thought people were gonna get me back you know what and with you seriously dude real quick with mando we're not talking about mandalorian yeah but you spoil shit even when you think you're not spoiling it. You'd be like, hey, Chris, this episode is the one that fucking I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid. And I'm like, oh, Boba Fett's back. Like, you yeah. totally fucking yeah, ruined it. My, uh, my, my nephew, Carter. You just can't say he, anything. He, uh, well, he did a, an airing of grievances with me on a, on a, on a, on a speaker call with my brother. Uh-huh. And I couldn't say anything back. And uh, he's like, oh, you're not going to say anything, but all of your childhood dreams came true. Basically what you said to me. Um, I oh, feel, so you did that with everybody. I feel uh, I'm being attacked right now, and <laughs> I would like to move on. You know what? My, my apologies. <laughs> you just can't say shit. Don't even talk about it because you ruin uh, it. Yeah. You ruin it. Did I, did I bring up Mandalorian at all today? No. Well, you're fucking wearing a Baby Yoda thing. No, but I meant, did I bring up today's episode? Did no, I say anything remotely? No, not yet, but it's still early. But I'm about to explain. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Yellowstone. Yellowstone. So you've been totally harassing me to watch and, it. And my brother. Yeah, and Billy. Because sometimes I need people to get my back. So, well, and it's true. It's like. Johnny can come and say, hey, Chris, you got to watch this. I'm like, nope. Billy's like, Chris, you got to watch that thing that Johnny just said. Okay, Billy, I'll give it a shot. Is it because <laughs> I watch so much TV that you just don't, it carries no weight? It doesn't. Yeah. Dude, you watch everything. I do. I you do. fucking watch do. everything, dude. But you yeah. know, we had a conversation the other day on a group chat because uh, Ready Player Two came out and you were like, Stop talking about it. You guys are much faster readers than me. And we're like, dude, if you didn't watch fucking 10 hours of television a day, you'd be a faster reader. <laughs> when when girls make small talk with me, like on my dating sites, and they say, what shows do you watch? I just respond back with everything. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Uh, you should really get a job like writing, reviewing television. Television shows. <laughs> because the thing is, I've, you know, like... And I see jobs like that posted. I'm like, well, I don't watch that much, but I got Johnny. <laughs> I can, he can do my homework for me. You still apply for him. You're all fucking. Oh yeah, it fuck yeah. I'm gonna apply for it, but I'll just have to have Johnny sit next to me while I'm writing everything. Yeah, right. uh, so Yellowstone, I watched the first episode, and I'm notorious. I can 
one hand, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen a pilot episode of a show and I'm all in. I'm normally like, I don't know. I'll give it another, like, I'm, I'll give it another episode. So Yellowstone, I watched the first episode and it was long. Really long. It was, yeah. Like, like hour 45 or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a long pilot. And, dude, I was just kind of like, you know when someone, people just hype shit up and you're just, it never lives up. Well, I remember exactly what you said. All right, go ahead. You said, there's only one character I'm even invested in. I could care less about any of the other characters. You know what's funny, though? What's your grievance about it? And I'm still basically at that point, and I'm already... Well, no, so this is the thing. So I gave it a shot. I gave it... So Jamie and I watched it. She felt the same way. We gave it, like, three episodes, and we're like, all right, it's getting good. It's getting good. The, The way I try and describe it to people is... It's Sons of Anarchy on horses. And when I said it initially, I was like, dude, it's like Dynasty with freaking horses or with cattle. It, the thing, I'm having a problem with it. So now we are in, there are three seasons. Jamie and I just finished, I think, the fourth episode of season two. I'm having some problems, and I'm not opposed to slow burns with shows like Mm -hmm. that they take a while to kind of flesh out. Like, that, you know, I don't like shows that just blow their wad and they give you everything you need to know right out of the gate. But there's some characters that are fucking starting to bug the shit out of me on that show. And quite frankly, I'm not one of these guys that like, I've always, and I mentioned earlier in the podcast that Ernest Hemingway is one of my favorites. A criticism you get from like generally feminists is that like, oh, he's horrible at writing women. He always has these weak, weak women and blah, 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 and you can't write women. I don't necessarily, I mean. Disagree with I'm that. I'm not that kind of, I mean, I'm not that kind of guy, you know. I'm not obviously a feminist who's, you know. But the thing is, I swear to God, these writers cannot fucking write women. Like the women are fucking batshit crazy all of them dude like the sister beth i do not understand what she's you will well and you and billy have told me that like it will make sense down the road and i'm holding and i keep telling jamie that because we both are like and then the fucking wife uh the you know the hot little hot indian yeah dude one little two little three little indians (laughs) don't ever do that uh is it Dude, what does she fucking want? Go away. And she gets mad at... I mean, typically she's... I mean, she's really just being a normal wife. Yeah. But I can't say that to my <laughs> wife. Why don't you say what you mean? I, I'm just... I'm really frustrated with the female characters. Well, let's tell, tell them, like... There's kind of, like, a couple stories going on. It always boils down to they're after this beautiful land. So they have a huge ranch that's, like the size of Rhode Island. They say in the show, it's the size of Rhode Island in Montana. And I mean, it's like, it's generational. It's been in the family for like 130 years. And you have this, uh, patriarch, you know, Kevin Costner's character who essentially, I mean, it's like a Shakespearean drama where it's like, he has these kids and it's a dysfunctional family. And, and there are issues that have been festering for years. And so now we're jumping in and we're watching them navigate the political landscape in Montana and dealing with everything and people that, 
you know, want to see him destroyed. The family is cracking from within. Um, and there's a lot of shit going on. And then you get the, the ranch hands. There's, there's the regular workers. And then he has these guys that if you fucked up this or that, he basically owns you. And they all wear the brand. Yeah, you know what? And the thing, it's really interesting. And this is not, so a criticism that editors and like Hollywood executives, like they'll read a script and they'll go like, these are unlikable characters and blah, 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 blah. And I think that is kind of gone away. Like Breaking Bad, you know, at some point Walter White, over the course of that show, is like a fucking asshole. He went full Vader. And, <laughs> and it's like... He wasn't likable, but you still kind of find yourself rooting for him. Remember Mad Men, you know, yeah. uh, Don Draper is a tragically flawed character, but it's like you still find yourself rooting for him. So none of these characters, there's one character on the show that I kind of, the, the son. That, uh, that's what the Indian? Yes. That he, he's married to an Indian girl. And he's just had, you know kind of turned his back on his family. He's living on an Indian reservation, raised, doing the best he can. Bare, bare bones in it. Like, yeah. Like in I a mean, trailer. Yeah, it's not a good existence. And he is like the one character that I'm like, okay, I like that guy. Like, he's fucked up, but he's he seems like he's the most normal he, out of all of them. He's kind of like the 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 jacks been then, on, on Sons of Anarchy. Like the, yeah, it's like he's got his head on straight but obviously there are issues there yeah and i don't know i mean i keep i mean we're watching we're invested in this point invested in the series so i like the series but there's some issues or or questions unresolved questions that i'm like jesus christ like what the hell is going on so the, the that and that's the kevin costner that's the ranch side then you have the uh tribal side the Indian side that they have a lot of money too because they have the casinos and they're they're beefing with Kevin Costner's ranch where Kevin Costner's like no one's gonna steal my land and he's like excuse me uh, you guys stole the land from us you know, way it, before and it's interesting about that character because yeah I mean they have a th- like this was Got our tribal land and now you own it you know you stole it from us fuck you but the thing is that character isn't sympathetic. Like, I don't like him, you know? I, I Hey, you have watched the whole series, apparently. You might have a different opinion. I, I'm not but coming in on fourth episode of season two, I don't like that character. Yeah. Like, and, and have you seen the hotel side yet? Like the resort side? Has that come up yet? The guy that owns like the golf course. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, he's he's been involved. Yeah, okay. he's teaming Th- up. That's with a him. whole another thing. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's a lot of fucking moving parts going on. It's cool. And it- you know, I actually, you might be listening. You go, well, is it even? No, I recommend it. I'm just. It's a really slow burn. Like they're not. They're taking their time. Apparently, there are going to be questions that I have that are going to be answered. Yes. But. Um, they're taking their fucking sweet time to I, get there. I highly recommend it. I think it's, if you're looking for a show to binge, that's a great show to binge. No, and we, I mean, Jamie and I both, I mean, it took us, you know, three episodes to kind of get like, all right, this is good. Yeah. It's getting good. Um, I'm sad that there's no more episodes for me to watch right now. 
When's the fourth season come on? Three. I, um, like next year? Yeah, next year. That's the only thing with like binge watching shows. <laughs> you do it it's, all and then you're like, I wish I would have. you're like, yeah, all right. And then you get done and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. And by the time it comes on again, you're like, hold on, what happened? Yeah. Like you forget. Like boys, whenever the boys come back, I'm going to be like, hold on, what happened? Like, That's why I'm glad this year they like made you wait till Fridays. I like shows that are released one episode a week. Yes, I agree. Because, That's perfect. Be- well, because then you can talk to people and you don't have to worry about just one episode. Apparently, I ruin. Well, you do episode. ruin that one episode. Yeah. I I have ruined one episode. I haven't. I don't ruin all the. You just can't episodes. say shit, dude. You just got to be I, like. I didn't say anything about. All you can say is I watched the episode. It was. That's it. It was a full, no. Chris, no, you can't even say anything else, Chris. The last week's episode, it was a 40-year buildup. I don't fucking care, bro. And you, I exploded. You ruined it. <laughs> and I exploded. You <laughs> ruined it. Dude, that's funny. Your nephew like, thought aired, the same thing I did. I was no, like, he said, oh. yeah, he said I would like to have an airing of grievances. Yeah, fucking Boba Fett. I knew Boba Fett was back. I even told my family. I'm like, Johnny said he fucking creamed himself, so... Obviously, Boba Fett's back. I episode. would have had a brain aneurysm and died if I didn't get some of it out. That's fucking bullshit, dude. It's why you got to flog the dolphin before you go out on a date, Chris. <laughs> you don't want to run around with a loaded weapon, dude. <laughs> so, essentially, I just need to, if there's anything I don't want ruined, I just can't talk to you until I see it. Yeah, so some people stay off the internet, just stay out of contact with Johnny when it comes to Mandalorian. But you know what? It's funny. Now that you know that, um, you know, I don't have a job, if you call and I don't fucking pick up, it's like you are incensed. Like, what the fuck are you doing? My messages are hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? No, I'm all, it's, always, it's always, Chris, when you're done masturbating, please call me back. It's important. How did he know I was doing that? <laughs> That was a lucky guess. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, best frenemies uh, recommends. Y- y- uh, COVID, sorry. Really? No, I think it's your fucking inhaler or whatever, the green freaking vape. What the fuck is that? It's uh, It goes with uh, Boba Fett's backpack. Let's talk about that <laughs> off camera. <laughs> all right. We recommend Yellowstone. Uh, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Without the cheeses and meats 
That's the first time I've hit the mic with the back of my head. <sighs> Don't use your teeth. <laughs> uh, all right. This is the portion of our podcast uh, recommendations that we usually pick what we're going to recommend as we're recording. But actually, apparently, we have come prepared. Yeah. We did our homework. So I'm going to jump right in. This was, <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, I watched it yesterday. Uh, and it was a total fluke, just like, what's that about? It's on Hulu. It's called <laughs> 7852. Uh, the subtitle is Hitchcock's Shower Scene. It is an hour and a half long documentary on Hulu all about the shower scene in Psycho. One of the most famous... Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's... I Cinema masterpieces. So it... The title, 7852, and I did not know this, uh, refers to, so it's a three-minute scene. The entire shower scene is three minutes. There are 78 camera setups and 52 cuts for that three-minute scene, which is fucking crazy. That is crazy. But this documentary, I'm like, how the fuck are you going to have an hour-and-a-half-long documentary about this three-minute scene? It was fantastic. And I think so in film classes, I mean, I've studied not this in depth, but studied that scene. Uh, like, I mean, pretty much every cinematography class, we studied it. Every editing class, yeah. we studied it uh, because it, it fills in. Um, you never see the knife hit Janet Lee in the th but your mind fills in the blank you're thinking oh it's so grisly and all this shit uh yeah and the, and the um the blood circling the drain is and, one of the most famous yes and he and they actually go into that like a common um that's an element like that swirl that hitchcock uh uses throughout his movies yeah uh but it i mean even like he before he shot Psycho, he had made movies uh, like North by Northwest that were in color, but he decided to make uh, Psycho on black and white because of that scene because he knew he was going to have blood going down. And he's like, if you saw that in color, there's no way they would have let me release that movie. So I intentionally made it in black and white, and it was just it was uh, Hershey Syrup. Nice. Was, so uh, they could have the dark. And yeah, super dark. But... For an hour and a half, I mean, there are so many people 
Um, Brady Stanellis is talking about the film. Eli Roth, the famous guy, yeah. who, you know, who did Cabin Fever. Um, you have, uh, Elijah Wood is on there talking about that scene. They go in depth into that three minute scene. And then you actually, they interviewed the woman who was the body double for Janet Lee, and she gives insight into that whole scene. So they had, you know, this. Is, she was a Playboy bunny. Is Janet Lee, is she, she Jamie Lee Curtis's mom? Yes. That, yeah. that is. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of cool that Jamie Lee became, and, went into Halloween. And she, she's in the documentary talking about it. Uh, and actually there was a part, I've never, have you seen the show Scream, Scream Queens? Yeah. So uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is on that. And she has been asked her entire career to do like, recreate that shower scene and she's always said no it's like that's my mom's like yeah. I, who am legacy. i to come in to do that but scream queen they had a scene and she agreed to do it so what happens she's in the shower she's doing it and you see this devil coming in you know behind the curtain uh-huh and he opens it up and she's not there and she jumps out behind and stabs him he's like i've seen that same movie 50 times and she was like <laughs> That was a really sweet, funny way to play homage to my mother. But um, the documentary, I mean, I think even people who aren't film geeks and maybe not any, they don't even necessarily are a huge Hitchcock fan. It is just a great in-depth look at how this one scene and this movie changed Hollywood. I mean, people like Eli Roth, who, you know, wrote and directed Hostel, uh, He's like, Psycho is the first slasher film. Like, it was yeah. the first one. It was ground zero, and it completely opened up uh, this genre. whole genre of films. And, man, it was a stellar documentary. So, 58, 78, 52, Hitchcock's Shower Scene is the documentary. You can find it on uh, Hulu. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to, you know, I love horror movies. So, it's really good. I'll, Donnie Darko and I can watch it. It'll probably be pretty uh, PG for <laughs> for us. We like to watch the crazy stuff. Okay, I'm going to go with, um, well, Donnie Darko got an early Christmas present today. And it is Cyberpunk 2077. And that's, that's the, I think it's like, Supposed to have come out for like seven years. <laughs> Kept getting pushed back. That's the one Keanu Reeves is in. Uh, the video game. The video game. Okay. And uh, I saw actually saw a commercial yesterday, I think. Yeah. That Keanu Reeves did for, for this. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, apparently they had him. He had, had a little part and he did the voiceover for it. And he got so into it that he requested to be in the game more. Oh, so really? they recorded more stuff with him. Huh. And he got a bigger part. Um, yeah, and Don, Donovan, right when I woke him up, he's like, I'm like, he's like, because it took all day to download yesterday. Like, he didn't even get to play it. We got it, the digital copy yesterday, mm -hmm. and it, it took till this morning to download, because oh. everyone was downloading it. Oh, no shit. And right when he woke up, he's all, he's all, okay, I'm going to go make my character. And it, and it goes, because I'm going to go have a big schlong. And I'm like, What? Apparently, you can make body parts bigger or smaller on men and women in the game. I don't know why. So you can make a big dick? Yes. And, and he did. 
And Maybe that's why my wife wants that game. But it starts... <laughs> it's all Chris. <laughs> Chris would... I never thought she was a gamer. But, it, dude, it's like... Dude, it's like a combination of of uh, Grand Theft Auto and... But, like, super futuristic, like, Ready Player One, it meets Grand Theft Auto. And it's... Dude, it's fucking dope hmm. from what I've seen. So this is just going to... You just... can, like, upgrade your body and stuff, like your character. So this is uh, going to be another reason why you're not going to be able to get through Ready Player Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already talked about I'm fixing that right now, so... <laughs> We're going to finish around the same time. Oh, Chris, no. Actually, that's not true because I'm going on a road trip. Oh, so you're done. So you, I'm going to be done. Yeah. I'll be done by the time you come back from that road trip and we'll talk yeah, about Yeah, I'm going to be gone for fucking like almost a month. Yeah, I'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, they have it for Xbox too. They have it for PS4 and if you're lucky bastard, PS5. Oh, I'll be getting the PS5. I'll get the PS5 in like March, April, April, May. Actually, I'm not going to get the PS5. I'm paying. My son doesn't play any of the shit I have now. We're getting the PS5, but I already said, look, dad's not going to go wait in any lines. He, I'm not going to pay double the price. I'm not paying a penny over retail. And when I see it in a Target or a Games Plus, Games for Less, I'll, I'll buy it. But like, you're just going to wait. Six months. This is this is not going to be under the tree. You know what? But the thing is, this is what you're saying to Donovan. Uh, when he goes to sleep and you're online, you're going, whose dick do I got to suck to get one of these <laughs> consoles? Hey, and you're online saying that, but it's not for a console. <laughs> uh, hey, that's not funny. Hey. All right. So what song are you recommending that I'm not going to listen to? <laughs> Chris, <laughs> you're a bastard. I'm actually going to recommend a Christmas song because it's oh, the one God. But it's a, uh. it's a Christmas Saves the Year by 21 Pilots. This came out a couple days ago. And uh, I figured we might as well have one thing really Christmas on this. I like, I like them when they were 18 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. But it's a cool Christmas song. Um yeah, I already, uh, it's already on my Christmas playlist. I, I do a, a Christmas playlist every year. Actually, my brother Billy Christmas is his nickname. He makes all of all these Christmas, and all, all I do is I just get the best songs from all the ones he's made, and then, I, then it's my own. Hey, you know what? Real quick, on a side note, I wanted to bring this up before we end this episode, our 50th episode. I already know it's coming. Um, I'm a little disappointed with Billy. Um, Billy's the mature one in the family, and I, you know, he's a teacher, and he was really um, just kind of stooping down to your level on this text message. Like, I think he was talking about Mandalorian or something, and it's like, geez, Chris, it's like, what? They don't have, like, guy-on-guy action, so you don't like it? And I was, was like... It was to get you to watch Yellowstone. Oh, was that it? Was yeah. it Yellowstone? Said, sorry, it's not two, two gay cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Billy? I expect more from you than that. That's a, something Johnny would say. <laughs> and then he got really quiet. I think, I, uh, you know. No, it's because we, we were on another text group 
Oh, talking la- shit? Laughing at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, as long as I don't have to see the laughter or hear the laughter, I'm cool. Merry Christmas, Billy Christmas. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take it out with Christmas Saves the Year by 21 Pilots. All right. Merry Christmas. Oh, whoa, whoa. That was politically incorrect. Happy holidays, everyone. And a happy new year. Everybody wants to make it home this year Even if the world is crumbling down Cause everybody's got somebody who's got Their name on a shelf with cheap decor And flavored cheer, you rest assured That Christmas saves the year Christmas saves the year.